hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. With Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. Just Google the McCarty Group. That's M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Or call 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. And she or one of her partners will be delighted to help you. Let them make you their next success story. And a good morning to you, Lori. Oh, good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? You know what? The fair is going on right now, and this is, this is my list for food I'm going to eat. Okay. Pork chop on a stick. Oh, yeah. Chocolate-covered bacon. Okay. Deep-fried Oreos. How's I'm with sound? you on the deep-fried Oreos. <laughs> the other two I'm going to pass, but the deep-fried Oreos, I am right there. You know what? I love the fair. It's in town right now, and and it's really cool. KZR is actually hosting the KC Farms. Ooh, great. So, so look for some banners out there, and hopefully we can get Terry Maxwell out there, and you if you want to come out. Oh, I would love to. We'll that sounds till, like great fun. We'll wait till it cools down, though, a little bit. <laughs> when is that going to be? When? A little when? bit more when? in the evening we'll okay. go out there, okay. too. So Sounds like a great and idea. And if you feel like braving the, the uh, pork chop on a stick, let me know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing? How's the weekend going so far? Well, you know, my weekends are always pretty busy. Uh, you know, with children being back in school, most people being done with vacationing for the mm. summer. Um, people are really getting serious about settling down, you know, looking at buying or selling homes. Um, you know, sometimes we do see a little bit of a slowdown in the market right about now, uh, just before school starts or right around the fair time, uh, because mm-hmm. sometimes people are trying to cram in last minute trips just before school starts or because everyone is so involved in the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that folks are kind of back in the groove, right, mm-hmm. activity in the housing market is starting to pick back up. Um so you're headed to the fair after uh, the show. Is that is that Yeah, the case? I think so. And, you know, my son's 11, so he even told me, Dad, I want to go on some of the rides. And I was like, you better bring a friend. Because <laughs> some of those rides I'm not going on anymore. I can't do it. I don't Have know why. Have you just reached that age where no I, longer, huh? I feel anything that's upside down. Oh, uh-uh, I was uh-uh. never any good at upside down. I can't, I can't do it, and I just, especially after uh, pork chop on a stick. No, no, no. Not that's a good the whole, idea. <laughs> that's the whole thing. You're supposed to eat first, then wait. No, no, no. ride then eat. Okay, ride then whatever. eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we're gonna do that. Um, and I do see we have some guests on the roster. Yes. Who are we gonna be speaking with later, and what's the topic? Well, this morning we are honored to have Jake Heckathorn and Marcus Harris of Zip Appliance Repair and Service. You know, as a homeowner. 
I think it's really important to have resources at your fingertips because unfortunately not everything always operates perfectly and I have yet to find the I'm getting ready to fail switch on my appliances, right? <laughs> right. Um, so if any of you know where that is, you know, reach out, give me a call. Uh, so I thought it would be really important to bring on a local appliance repair company, someone that you can trust to be on your speed dial for when that dishwasher goes out, for example. Mm. So this morning, we're going to talk to Jake and Marcus about how to maintain your appliances, what to do when they're on the fritz, and a whole lot more. But before we start that interview, I wanted to talk about another real estate topic. Mm. This morning, I wanted to talk to all of our listeners out there that are renting or who know someone who rents. Um, Maybe you took advantage of this hyper seller's market and you sold your house for top dollar and now you're renting. Um, Or maybe you're renting while you wait to purchase a home. Whichever side that you fall on or if you fall somewhere in between, this next little tidbit is for you. This morning, we need to talk about why renting might not be the answer. There are many benefits to owning a home, such as building equity, stability, and privacy. When you own a home, your monthly mortgage payments go towards building equity, which is that portion of your home's value that you own outright. This can be a valuable asset if you ever need to sell or borrow against your home. Hmm. Now, you talk about home ownership creating stability. Now, how so? Well, so here's the thing. From my perspective, Adelaide, that's really one of the most important benefits that comes with home ownership, the stability and security of your payment. So when you rent, your monthly payments can go up should your landlord decide to raise your rent. Hmm. You know, you're not in control of that. Um, It's really at their discretion and at their whim, right? But when you own a home, you're in control of your mortgage payments, provided that you obtain a fixed-rate mortgage. They're going to remain at the same amount each and every month. And that can be really helpful in times of economic instability or when you have unexpected expenses arise. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, too. I've lived in places where you see that notice on the front door. uh Uh-huh. And it's always barely enough. You're like, do I stay or is it time to move out? Absolutely. And then, you know, there's another benefit of owning a home. And that is that you can customize it to your own needs and your own preferences. You know, unlike renting, you can paint the walls any color you'd like. Mm -hmm. You know, if orange is your thing, go for it, right? (laughs) Uh, You can install new flooring. You can put up cabinets and shelves without asking for permission. Um And if you ever decide to sell, you can recoup some or all of your investment in the home, assuming that you did the right improvements. And if you're worried about that, um, whatever it is you're thinking about changing, right, you can just call our office for a no-obligation consultation so that we can help set your mind at ease. Mm, Now, you also talked about privacy. Oh, right. So owning a home gives you privacy and security that renting often doesn't provide. Like when you're a renter, generally your landlord can give you a 24-hour notice to inspect the property to make sure that you haven't either gone against their wishes or the terms of the agreement and done any of those improvements we just discussed. Or worse yet, maybe you have a pet that you're not supposed to have, or maybe you have an additional occupant uh, that's not on the agreement, or or maybe a number of other things. Um, Furthermore, 
you really have very little say in staying in that place, right? Because the landlords can decide to sell uh, and give you a notice to vacate just like that. Um, They can decide that they want to live in the property, and then, boom, you're given a notice that you've got to move out. Or here is one of the worst uh, that I have seen happen, and I've, I've seen it happen more often than I care to remember. A landlord can stop paying the mortgage, continue to collect rent from you, and then allow the property to go into foreclosure. Whoa. Yeah. So renting a house or an apartment can be really unpredictable. But when you own a home, you have a place to call your own that no one can take away from you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to find your stuff out on the front lawn with the sheriffs out there. No. Don't want that. Now, what about rental payments versus mortgage payments? Now, isn't it cheaper to pay rent than to pay a monthly mortgage? Nope, that's absolutely not the case. Huh. I know you might think that, right? But I have seen many a mortgage payment that is cheaper than rent. Rent is getting sky high. Mm-hmm. And when you pay monthly rent, here's something to think about. 100% of that rent is going towards someone else's payment right? That's really interest if you think about it. None of that monthly payment is going towards something that you own. Now, I can think of one situation where renting would be more cost effective of a solution and where it might be the thing that you would want to do. And that would be if you were looking at a short-term solution. So if you're not sure that you want to stay in one place for a long period of time, then renting could be a good option, right? So if you're thinking, oh, gosh, the job I have is temporary or I'm thinking about moving, you know, six months to a year from now, then renting is probably the right answer for you. But when you compare the long-term costs of renting versus owning, then almost always owning comes out ahead. You know, as time goes on, more and more of your monthly mortgage payment winds up going to your principal payment instead of interest. So if you think about it like this, if you rent for a long period of time, you're putting money in your landlord's pocket. And if you pay on a home that you own, you're putting money in your own pocket, not someone else's. Remember, your home, what you're investing in, is an appreciable asset. Plus, And and of course, I'm not a CPA, so I'm not going to give you tax advice. Mortgage interest and property taxes are tax deductible. And those items could save you thousands of dollars. Absolutely. And that's great info because you can't write off rent. Nope. You sure can't. (laughs) Great info, Lori. Thank you. You bet. Um, Now, I'm looking at the clock, Adelaide, and I think that we should probably take a quick break here. And then when we return... I want to do, introduce everybody to our guests, uh, Jake Heckathorn and Marcus Harris of Zip Appliance Repair and Service. Sound like a plan? Excellent, yes. Great. So be sure and stay tuned, everyone, because we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. 
Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch, request an in-person tour, find out the value of your home, and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Ranked number 10 in North America for Coldwell Banker last year and the only Kern County realtor to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents for 2021, she is truly an expert in her field. Her desire, as well as that of her team, is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing. We're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And now, without further ado, Lori, let's bring on your guests. Absolutely, Adelaide. I am so honored and excited to introduce our guests today. We've got Marcus Harris. And Jake Heckethorn, both of Zip Appliance Repair and Service. So good morning, Marcus, Jake. Good morning. Good morning. Great. So help our audience get to know each of you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Marcus, you want to go first? I'm Marcus Harris. I'm the founder of Zip Appliance Repair and Service here in Bakersfield, California. Perfect. And um, I'm glad to be on the show. Thanks for having well, me. Well, we are delighted to have you. And Jake, what about you? Well, I'm Jake Heckethorn. Uh, with Zip Appliance Repair and Service as well, and I am the technical training specialist for the company. Great. So we've got the founder and the technical training specialist. That's right. All right. So tell us a little bit about the company, Marcus. How did you get started? Why did you start the company? Well, quite frankly, I spent the last 10 years working here locally at Dignity Health, managing and repairing medical equipment. Ah, okay. And that kind of led to starting Zip Appliance Repair uh, back in 2020. Okay. And um, I just have a passion for fixing equipment. Okay. Right. And also training and building staff. So hence Zip was developed, built, and we're servicing the community just like I I did in the medical community. And how did you find Jake? 
Oh, Jake, Jake, he found us. Oh, <laughs> very good. Okay. So Jake came um, with us. Jake's almost been here two years with us. Okay. And he's progressed uh, to his position now. We have grown, obviously. We mm-hmm. serve this Kern County, all the way to Fresno County now. Fantastic. Um, but Jake joined us, and he's been helping our new associates as they come in and training and making sure, you know, they can service the homes of all these home buyers here in Bakersfield. Perfect. So when homeowners are trying to decide on what appliance repair company to hire, how do they determine if the local company they're looking at is reputable? I mean, what do you guys recommend that they look for? That's a couple things that you can look for. One, you can go to their website and check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, uh, the state of California, the Bureau of Home Goods and Services, they actually have a license. So we're not just, we're not a a handyman service. Right. We are a licensed appliance repair company. Perfect. Licensed, insured. So, you know, that way when we come to your house or come to your home, everything's safe and we have all the paperwork. That's wonderful. Um, so tell us about the appliances that you service. What what types of appliances do you work on? Uh, well, we service most major brand names, uh, you know, from LG to KitchenAid, all the way to Bosch and even Viking, some of the higher end stuff. Great. Um, refrigerators, everything in the kitchen uh, to the laundry room with an occasional garage door or a barbecue here and there. Wow, that's fantastic. So when you say everything in the kitchen, um, it doesn't matter if it's uh, your traditional range oven right. to six burner to a wine refrigerator, exactly. any of that. Yes, we service all styles of refrigerators, built-in, slide-in styles, ranges, ovens, cooktops, hood vents, dishwashers, washers, dryers, trash compactors, garbage disposals, the list is on and on. That's fantastic because... You know, the larger the kitchens get these days, it seems like the more appliances there are in them, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, now, do you guys charge a diagnostic fee? Uh, we charge a service call fee, a okay. $99 service call fee. Okay. Um, and that is to provide an estimate uh, to the customers uh, at the time of the visit. Okay. And what does that that fee, that service fee co- cover? Just um, what... Um, determining what the the issue is with the appliance yeah so basically when we come out um, we'll basically tell you what's wrong with it the parts that are needed and then the estimate of what it'll cost for it to be repaired okay so it gives you the option or the homeowner the option to decide whether or not it's worth it to repair it or replacing that well and and that was going to be another question I asked is at what point do we decide okay it's going to cost X amount of dollars. Is it worth it to repair it, or should I just wind up replacing it? There's a couple factors that goes into replacing mm-hmm. the appliance. Um, so there's a, there's a 60% rule that we, we use. Okay, explain uh, that to this blonde girl. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you buy a refrigerator for $1,000 mm-hmm. and it costs you five or six $600, that's 60% of the value of that refrigerator, if you can get that done within the next day or at that time of service, it's definitely worth it because you'll get that uh, appliance working for a longer period of time. Okay. 
But if it's going to cost me seven or eight hundred dollars, it doesn't make sense for me to spend that kind of money. Yeah, that's that's when you have to determine: do you want something new or not? Okay, okay. Right. And a lot of that may depend on uh, current pricing, right? So I might have spent a thousand dollars on that refrigerator. It's going to cost me six hundred to fix it, but a new one might cost me two thousand, right? With yeah. delivery and installation, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors to, to take in when when wanting to purchase a new unit. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So now. When your your team's out there and they're diagnosing the problem, are you going to give um, the customer an estimate for the cost or like a ballpark or is it going to be an exact cost? Uh, we provide an estimate to the customers of uh, more or less of the exact cost and if they choose they can convert it to an invoice and move forward with the repair. Okay. So typically uh, it's typically the exact cost but unless there's a we'll make sure to let the customer know if there's a part that they may need based on the repairs after we finish the initial diagnosis okay and you know we've all heard supply chain issue problems right oh boy so (laughs) yeah so it is that something that that is plaguing the industry right now um like if you come out and you say oh Lori, you need this part for your dishwasher um we can get it it's going to cost x amount of dollars am i waiting for the other shoe to drop but it's going to take four weeks for it to get here oh yes absolutely i remember right at the start of covid Mm -hmm. um for one you couldn't buy a new appliance Mm -hmm. and even now to the point if it's not a super common appliance, those parts may not be manufactured until there's a bulk order. Oh wow! That goes into to to be placed. Okay. So that's a big factor. Okay. So what I might be hearing then, Marcus, is that even though sometimes it might be more economical to repair my appliance, it might be more expeditious or timely to replace it. Is that correct? Yes, sometimes, definitely. Now, when it comes to wall ovens and things of that nature, you have to take into consideration, are you going to reconfigure your cabinetry Uh to make sure it fits? Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are are some things that, you know, why we provide the estimates so you can take those into consideration before you make that decision. Okay. Yes, I know earlier, well... Not this year, I guess it's been a whole year since it happened, but we had a dryer go out, and that was before I knew about you guys, Mm -hmm. and um, it was one of those situations of let me go to the appliance store and see what they have in stock that has the matching washer, because, and I've never bought an appliance that way, ever, Mm. because it was always do the research, buy the best, you know, that Mm -hmm. is within your budget, but no, when you need a dryer, you need a dryer, and I for sure wanted one that matched the washer. So it was like, okay, what have you got? I guess that's what I'm getting, right? Yep. And it just, it seems so silly, but given these supply chain issues, um, it, it was the only way that we felt like we could purchase. So um, I, I feel for you people out there if you're having this kind of issue right now. Um, so to help us maybe prevent some of the breakdowns what should we be doing uh, to maintain our appliances there's a couple of things right there's uh, basic homeowner maintenance uh, cleaning your filters 
Okay. A lot of a lot of customers don't. A lot of con, uh, consumers don't know that their dishwashers has a, have a filter. You know, if you think your dishes are getting clean and you haven't changed that filter, how clean are they really getting? Okay. Uh, yeah. Lime. Uh, don't look at me like that, Adelaide. Um, <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, for the uninformed, tell us where we're going to find that filter in our dishwasher. <laughs> well, underneath, uh, for most common dishwashers, there's a filter right underneath the bottom rack. So you okay. just, whenever you pull that bottom rack out and you're setting dishes in there, underneath that little spray arm, there's a little filter that says twist to the left and pull uh-huh. it right up. Okay. You take that up to your kitchen sink and you spray it off or you scrub it off, whatever you need to do. And while you're at it, check that little orifice for little bits of glass and stickers, all the little things that you leave on your dishes that can cause that uh, a component of the dishwasher to seize up. Ah. Another thing is your dishwasher detergent. Mm-hmm. You should be using your detergent within 90 days of purchase. Wow. Because there's actual active live cultures inside the soap that help break down the grime and grease that's inside of the, that's, that's on your dishes. Wow, look at what I just learned. (laughs) Golly, I had no idea. Can we keep it in the fridge? (laughs) 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 Also, it really doesn't matter if you like the soap, if you like the powder, if you like the tablets, or you like the liquid. As long as it all goes in that little soap dispenser tray on the door, Mm -hmm. that's perfect. Okay. But I definitely recommend for all the listeners out there, rinse aid is a required part of the dishwasher. Okay. Rinse aid is a drying agent that helps with the drying process of the dishwasher. And I've come to find oh. out that newer manufacturers may void the warranty if you're not using rinse aid. Really? Huh. Yeah. So it's definitely worth the little 6 or $12 for the bottle mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. your unit dry better. That's great. Um, wow. Okay. So now we know now that there is a filter in the dishwasher. Um, I think everybody knows that there is the um, the area under the refrigerator that you're supposed to be cleaning, right? Yeah, and actually the location on some of those refrigerators of those coils have changed. Now most of those coils are going to be on the back side of the refrigerator. Okay. And if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Mm-hmm. And that those coils can... Uh, when they get kicked up with degree, they can decrease cooling by 12 degrees. Ooh, that's an awful lot. It's quite a bit, especially if your fridge is 35. It's supposed to be 35, and it's sitting right at 46. What's going on? Right? Yeah, that that could be spoiling a lot of your food. Yeah, absolutely, it? absolutely. And so, how often do you recommend that um, the coils on the refrigerator be cleaned? Once a year. Okay. Mm. Once a All year. Right. So once a year, pull that refrigerator out, clean those coils. Is there any way in particular you should be cleaning those yes actually there's a couple of ways um they make a uh evaporator coil spray that we that's uh, specific to the industry that helps clean those coils um okay. there's a different styles right there's no rinse which is the best style but definitely um it's uh it's re- it's a requirement if you want your unit to run as long as it has as long as you want it to run okay and just out of curiosity how long should your average refrigerator manufactured in say the last five years how long should that last you Uh, if you maintain it well well they don't make them like they used to no and that's just what i have heard (laughs) so uh, for the newer style refrigerators eight to ten years is probably best okay um you're 
more than likely going to have some kind of issue between the two to five year. Okay. So just be known, especially if you don't follow those maintenance requirements okay. when it comes to refrigerators. All right. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what you get these days. Okay. Sounds great. Um, so, you know, here's the, the, the devil's advocate in me. Um, you know, when we, when we talk about repairing an appliance, is that really a good investment? I mean, uh, there's a part of me that, that says, and, and maybe it's just because I have that, you know, shiny object syndrome, right? Um, should I really go repair this appliance or should I just go out and buy the, the brand new one, right? Should I, should I just go buy the latest and greatest? What's the best investment? If you love your unit, if you love the appliance you have in your home, mm-hmm. I think you'd, you'd pay to get it fixed. If you have a old washing machine with an agitator tower in the center mm-hmm. and you love how much water that machine uses versus the new front loads, of course it's, it's worth it to repair it all day. But yeah. then again, some people just like new stuff, right? Right. <laughs> if you're like me and you like technology and you want the touch screen on the refrigerator, uh-huh. go for it. <laughs> now, hey, can I ask a question then? Speaking of that stuff, uh-huh. if you own a rental, what kind of appliances are you putting in there? Landlord specials. Landlord specials, yeah. <laughs> so, so durable and not too expensive. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, most of the time we see like a hot point dishwashers, uh, regular you know freezer on top, refrigerators, GE oh. style. Those are pretty solid. Whirlpool. Uh, those are pretty solid refrigerators and dishwashers for, for Okay. Landlords. For rentals, yeah. Um, and, you know, I... I guess that it really is is an individual decision, right, as to when to repair versus replace. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, there's 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 a like like we said earlier, there are a couple factors to take into consideration, right? Are you going to have to reconfigure your kitchen to put a new appliance in there? Mm-hmm. You know, is the cost of the delivery of the new appliance going to cost more than the repair? Um, how long is the repair going to last versus how long is the new unit going to last without a major repair? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of factors, but yeah, it ultimately comes down to if you want a new, if you want to fix it or you want a new one. Okay. Well, I can think over the years, there have been some things that I was like, I would, I would pay whatever it took to replace it. And then there were other things that I was like, <laughs> no, trade me in, give me Take a new it away. one. Right. What about you, Adelaide? I think this is what I think about. I don't know if this is something common. It, it, it's it's um, super silly, I think. But you know the knobs mm-hmm. on uh-huh. the stove. Uh-huh. There's that little piece inside of it, and once it breaks off and gets swept away, right. the knob falls off every other every time you touch the counter. Uh-huh. Uh, why do they sell those in four packs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, can't, I just need one. <laughs> or is there a hack? Do you know a hack for me? Can I super glue it? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> or I'll be calling you. <laughs> right, you will. <laughs> kind of like hot dogs and hot dog buns, right? Right, yeah, right. Why do they not sell the same number of buns right. as they do hot dogs, right? It just doesn't make sense. Oh, well, Marcus and Jake, this has been a great introduction uh, and a lot of information for us. Um, I'm sure all of our listeners have learned a lot because I know Adelaide and I both have. Yes. Right? Are we going to check each other's dishwasher and make sure that, you know, we're changing those filters? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think this is a great place for us to take a short break. Uh, But before we do, tell us all how we can reach you. 
Oh, so you can find us at Zip Appliance Repair. Uh, so we're Zip Appliance Repair on Google. www.zipreparservice.com. I'm going to mess that up. <laughs> also, you can give us a call at 661-387-2282. And if you text that number, Zip50, we have a special offer for our Zip Club membership. All right. That phone number one more time. That's 661 387 2282. And what do they need to text? ZIP50 altogether. Perfect. So we're going to be right back after this short break. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 977 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. Sebastian Gorka here with a hot real estate tip for you. Stay on top of the hottest trends every weekend when you tune in to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Laurie McCarty. Saturdays at 11 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. on KNZR. Listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at the McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. And this morning, we're talking with Jake Heckathorn and Marcus Harris of Zip Appliance Repair and Service. And so, guys, what are the most common appliance problems you see? Oh, boy. Uh, well, dryer lint is the number one cause Ooh. of dryer failures. you got to make it sure really? it absolutely is. Dryer failures and fires. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure you're cleaning that dryer vent once a year. If you do laundry often, twice a year. Is that a service you all provide? It absolutely is. And if Wonderful. you text ZIP50 to 387-2282, you can see how much those, how much that service is. And You're getting you $50 off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, nice. Wonderful. All right. Bob, I hope you jotted down that number. If not, I'll bring it home to you because that's something we need to have done. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, dryer lint. What else? Also refrigerators, right? We mentioned before the cooling decreases. Mm -hmm. So you want to get those refrigerator cools cleaning, Uh, but also the fans inside the refrigerator. More often than not, it's it's not a compressor that goes out that stops the cooling. It's the flow of the air through the refrigerator. Hmm. And what causes that? Uh, the fan can just stop. It's a motor, okay. and it, it can only spin so much, right? It's like oh, tires. Okay, mm. okay. Mm. I didn't think of it that way. Interesting. Yeah, and that obviously could affect your bill, too, your electric bill? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. If your compressor's running all the time, you'll see, you, you might see a spike in your electric bill. Absolutely. Okay. 
Uh, another issue we see often is with uh, overloading washing machines. You may notice the suspension, uh, or excuse me, your yeah, the tub suspension may just be out of whack. Your tub might be bouncing around a right, lot. Right, that's when you hear that boom, 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 boom noise. Right, right. That's not a good sound. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you want to make sure you don't overload your unit. And while on that topic, two tablespoons of dishwasher or soap detergent is all you need yes you don't need to fill up the whole cup no, for don't. every load two tablespoons is all you need <laughs> we huh. we laugh around our house because you know teaching uh young adults how to use the the various appliances um is is challenging sometimes right oh absolutely <laughs> there's plenty of room left i can squeeze a bowl in there <laughs> plenty of room <laughs> I want to save water. Let's stack them. <laughs> Three blankets is fine. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I haven't had any of these problems at my house, right? That's why I know how that, that washing machine sounds, right? <laughs> um, so we touched on this a little bit earlier with the refrigerator. What is the average lifespan for various household appliances? The longest would be a, a, a range, and that's about 13 to 15 years. Oh, um, okay. A dryer and refrigerator would be second, you know, okay. about 9 to 13 years as well. And then below that, everything is about two, 2 to 5 to 5 to 7 years. So we really are in a disposable society. Yes, we unfortunately are a throwaway society. Give me the shiny. Wow. <laughs> you know, I remember um, not that long ago. Well, probably, yes, it was actually. Um, probably 15 years ago, we had moved into a, a newer house, and I had gotten rid of the old washer and dryer that had lasted me, you know, 20-plus years, and bought brand new. Had only had them for a couple of years, um, three, four maybe, and had to call the repair person out because something had happened with the washer or dryer one, I don't remember, and I said, oh, my gosh, you know, in such a short period of time it's broken is is this a lemon i mean what is wrong my last one's lasted me 20 25 years right no ma'am they just don't make them like they used to you know they're they're made to break and i i guess that somewhere along the line manufacturers realized we were keeping these big appliances for long periods of time and mm -hmm. they weren't making the kind of money they needed to so <laughs> they said hey let's let's make these work you know, after five, seven years, they're going to break. People will need to replace them. Yeah, uh, and and there's energy efficiency and well, I was water say, water conservation right. as well. They have made them technologically more advanced. They've made them more efficient, more energy efficient. So it makes sense. Um, but it, there's also a profit margin, I'm sure, associated mm. with it as well. Um, now, are there things that we as homeowners do that cause us to shorten the lifespan of our appliances uh, too much soap in your washing machine <laughs> so we know what jake's pain point is yes i do i do i'm wondering how many of those you've had to fix <laughs> one two three four six. just a, a lot a few <laughs> yeah definitely when it comes to the washing machine overloading the washing machine is a big deal right so what is the average size load i mean can you help us visualize what we should be putting in uh for an average size load four to five towels okay um 
two pairs of jeans, maybe six t-shirts. It, you, Wait, is that in one? Yeah. Depending on the size of your washer. <laughs> okay. Depending on the size of your washer, yes. Okay. Not to the brim, right? No. Okay. No, you never <laughs> want to fill it to the brim. Full? Half or, yes, half full, but if it's lighter, delicates, sure, you can go three quarters of the way, but typically halfway okay. is the best way. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Marcus, what do you see that are some of the mistakes that we make that help shorten our lifespan of our appliances? Um, when it comes to refrigerators, uh-huh. you know, especially if you have, you know, younger children uh, hanging on the handles of the refrigerator. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> so When but, we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Adelaide, do you when do we that younger. now? <laughs> <laughs> And even, you know, the drawers in the inside, the plastic yes. drawers. So when Yanking it, those. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Those are more expensive than the components inside the oh, refrigerators to wow. repair. Wow, okay. All right, noted. All right. Um, so now um, let's say that, you know, someone has been in a hurry and yanked that drawer out and broken it, right? And you've fixed that. Um You've repaired it. You've replaced it because obviously, once you break those drawers, you've got to replace them. Um, do you guys offer a warranty when you repair or replace a component on the an appliance? Yeah. So all of our internal components they come with a one year warranty for your part. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now, if you do hang on uh-huh. it, that, yeah don't be hanging on it anymore <laughs> you break uh-huh. it you bought it yeah you're you're gonna avoid that warranty <laughs> yes and if you mm. overload that washing machine again you're gonna avoid mm. the warranty i imagine yeah right yeah. okay perfect um okay so i've been thinking about this um and and this this question has a couple of different parts um so are there any brands of appliances that you would recommend? Absolutely. Uh, personally, I, I love GE. My okay. refrigerator is a GE. My cooktop's a GE. I think they're a great brand. Okay. And the part availability is through the roof. So. Oh, that's mm. important. It's really, really good. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's probably my favorite brand right now is GE. Okay. Perfect. Now, I'm not sure if you would be willing to share this on air. Mm. Are there any brands that you would recommend that we avoid mm. and if you would prefer <laughs> not to share on air just so just say there's particular brands that has certain problems okay right? so lg's uh, for their older models they mm-hmm. have this compressor that goes out usually between two and five years but they give you a five-year warranty okay for that particular product samsung refrigerators their ice makers are notorious for failing and failing. I can attest to that. Uh-huh. I have one that's not working right now. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> Bob will be calling you. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, those are kind of two of the things. But when it comes to other brands, uh, Kenmore, Maytag, mm-hmm. uh, those consistent brands are pretty solid. Okay, great. So the next time I have to purchase a new appliance, I'm going to keep those recommendations in mind. Um, now, I know that we have an awful lot of listeners out there um, that really like to do-it-yourself things, right? Um, so my next few questions are kind of for them. Let's say that we have a listener who's in a bit of a pickle. Uh, they started a repair, and they realize they're in 
way over their head, right? Um, YouTube, of course, always makes the job look much easier than it is, right? If they're in the middle of this, can they call you guys up and you go out and rescue them and fix the, the problem? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Great. We encourage it. <laughs> I figured you probably would. I usually start with, well, my friend said he could fix it. And <laughs> but we know it was you and YouTube. Well, we know. We yeah, know. we know. <laughs> um, so for those who are contemplating looking on YouTube, Adlai, mm. and uh, trying to start a repair, sh- share with them why they should hire a repair service instead of trying to do it themselves. You can really save time and frustration. Yeah, it's the frustration part that that would appeal to me. Yeah, and most YouTube videos are just people trying things out, so they can edit things too. (laughs) And if you see these appliance videos, they're in a wide open space with a perfectly pristine appliance that hasn't been used. Mm -hmm. Of course, it looks super easy, but when you go to a 12-year-old washing machine, this the circumstances are completely different well and when you're trying to do it in your laundry room and reaching behind Ugh, and yeah. you know all that sort of thing do you have the right tool there's a, a lot of things to take into consideration there too right and um you know all it takes is one little thing to be different than what's on the video um to cause me at least to throw up my hands and go ah, <laughs> what was i thinking right um now, I know we also have an awful lot of listeners out there that are on a budget. Um, maybe it's a first-time homeowner uh, that's trying to save some money. So what are your thoughts uh, about purchasing used or refurbished appliances instead of new? Um, sometimes used. So I've purchased a couple of used appliances on Facebook that we use for training. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that I know about those used appliances is if you look underneath them, they usually sit outside and you know what the Bakersfield does. Oh, mm-hmm. You're bringing all of that into your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can get it from a scratch and dent place locally mm-hmm. here, you'll probably get a better result with those okay. used appliances, but you don't know what's going on in the inside okay. of those appliances. Okay, that makes sense. I hadn't thought about the fact that they sit outside and they're getting dust up underneath them um, makes perfect sense um, so here's another maybe an odd question for you um, can a homeowner supply their own parts for the repair if they already have them on hand certainly absolutely okay yeah all we would charge them would be the labor charge and the service call fee to come out okay and if they have the parts on hand we'll take care of it for them awesome that's great um so i know that a lot of people um, have their air conditioning units uh, and heaters uh, serviced um, once a year sometimes twice a year Um, are there other appliances in their home that they should be having serviced um, on a regular basis yes absolutely Uh, your refrigerator once a year Right, you mentioned that. Your dryer once, maybe twice a year, depending on how much you do laundry. So if you have a large family, you should probably, and you're doing an awful lot of laundry, you should probably do that twice a year, maybe once in the spring, once in the fall. Yes, yes. The same thing like you would do with your air conditioner. You know, when when the seasons change, you just want to make sure we're preventing fires and that that dryer's running at the best of its abilities. Now, 
Can I ask a question about the dryer thing? Sure. I, I pull out the little thing and I wipe down the, the lint off that every load. Is there more to it? Yes. Yes, okay. yes <laughs> absolutely. Wait a sec. You're saying hey, even I, I know that. <laughs> I clean out the thing all the time. Wait, what are we talking about? Right. There's also, um, you want to make sure that your appliances are cleaned, you know. Um, some of these appliances have cleaning cycles. A washing machine has a clean cycle, mm. a tub clean cycle. If you don't... It, the number one complaint for front front load washing machine owners is the mold and mildew on those those door boots, mm-hmm. those door seals. Mm-hmm. Oh. Number one way to prevent that: leave the door open and wipe it down after you're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the other thing, Adelaide, with the dryer, um, is that even though you're cleaning your lint screen there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your dryer has a vent to the outside, and that is where. Uh, lint will also collect and if you are not having that cleaned on an Uh, annual basis that is where fires start um, and that is the number one cause of home fires so that screen doesn't catch everything no No, it only catches maybe 20 percent of it all wow okay and i will tell you my house my dryer vent goes up Mm -hmm. through the roof okay um we used to have a chimney sweep come do it for us, mm-hmm. and it was atrocious, the Ooh. amount of lint that would come out every year, even wow. though we would clean the screen on a regular basis. And that's another out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing, too. Uh, so that's why I'm glad you mentioned that to me, because I would never have thought of that. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just thought of the screen, and I'm like, good. But okay. Yeah, no. Whole mm-hmm. other thing. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What about... Um, other like how often should we be cleaning that filter in our dishwasher once a month okay once a month is be so maybe people you you figure that you change that or clean that at the same time that you clean your air conditioning filter or change out your air conditioning filter especially if you use it every day too Mm -hmm. okay all right super um what else um gosh Uh, ovens um most ovens have a self-clean function on them. Right. Um, it's up to you if you want to perform that, if you want to use that button. Uh, but the easy off is pretty good. It just takes a little elbow grease right. you know, to get in there. Okay. Yeah, definitely during the cooking season, right around Thanksgiving and, and Christmas time, if you use that um, self-cleaning button mm-hmm. uh, without normally using your oven, right. you, you run a higher risk of actually um, – failing your heating element inside oh wow yeah so what the self-cleaning actually does it turns on all the elements to the most extreme okay and because you haven't used it Mm -hmm. in so long it'll expand with that heat and it can break oh which that's not good not good at all the door locks and it stays hot you know 1200 degrees for five seven hours at a time right oh it's pretty warm Yep, it sure is. Now, here's something that not everybody knows. Um, Those who bought new construction with a um, tankless hot water heater were probably told this, but those who had a tankless hot water heater put in afterwards, tell them that needs to be serviced, does it not? Yes, absolutely. From what I understand, those tankless water heaters should be flushed regularly, probably once or twice a month from what I understand. Yeah, and, mm. and um, yes, and if you don't, um, guess what? They don't produce hot water. 
Um, <laughs> you have to go keep hitting that button. Yeah. What's going mm, on? I wonder what blonde girl learned that the hard way. <laughs> mm, don't really know. Mm. Nobody I know. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I thought that was a fact. I, I was like, oh, gosh, didn't even realize that that was a thing. Um, but, yes, when you when it comes as a part of your new construction, you're you're told that. But when you just put it in as an, you know, oh, I'm going to replace this. I'm not going to have a, a tank water heater. I'm going to have a tankless one. You just don't even think about that sort of thing. Mm, right. So, yes, owning a home has um, a lot of different components to it and a lot of different maintenance issues, right? Yes. But that's why we have these guys, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey, and when you mentioned the tankless water heater, what about the regular old school big ones? Is that come under appliances that you guys service? Uh, No, we typically don't cover the water heaters, but we have a guy locally here that does them that we can refer you over to. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Great. And another is this an appliance? Garbage disposal. It is an appliance. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I've I've had those situations where it's like it stopped working. Yeah. yeah. There's a little button on the bottom. Start with there. Start with the <laughs> start with the reset button. <laughs> I learned that too. Start with the button. I'm like, oh no. But yeah. Okay. The button. And I was gonna ask you guys too. You talked earlier. You talked earlier about licensed. Because when I, I've made I've done this before. I'll admit it. If I try the YouTube thing, my next step is Craigslist, mm. and and I'll go to people, and I've had them come, charge me eighty bucks to be there, and not fix the problem, and kick them out like you're doing, you're doing nothing. <laughs> so so I'm just, it's kind of more of a warning out there, you guys. Just be careful when you do that. But it'd be, you know, because you guys have your license, yes, and yes. it's there, and it's and it's, you know, it just feels like the right thing to do is go to the guys that know what they're doing instead of taking a chance. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so why I'm we glad. have them here to be a resource for everyone that uh, is listening. Yes. Right? And has tried YouTube. And <laughs> has taken a chance on one of those ads like, oh, I've been doing this for 50 years. No license, though. <laughs> so thank you, gentlemen. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. So I know we're getting close to time, but before we go, um, I have one last question for you. You know, in every industry, uh, professionals have some sort of horror story, right? Um, do you guys have one that you would be willing to share? Uh, sure. When I first uh, when I first came on uh, learning appliances, there was a particular washing machine that uh, haunted me for a while. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> the repair was going smooth. And uh, I just happened to use the wrong tool to tighten a bolt. Uh-huh. A little too tight. Oh. And snapped the bolt off in essentially what is a transmission shaft. And uh, without extracting the bolt, you either got to go buy a new $150 part. Uh-huh. Or you got to struggle out there for six hours until you get that part out. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so which was it? I fixed it. Okay. <laughs> we bought a Six new one. hours later? <laughs> we bought a new one. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that sounds kind of like some of my horror stories, so I can relate. Um, I, I can't thank you guys enough for taking time out of your day. Um, it, this has been a wealth of knowledge for me. I have learned so much. Marcus, Jake, um, 
I really, really appreciate you being able to be here this morning and to share with us and all of our listeners. Um, Thanks for having us. This, yes. is, this has been great. You bet. Thank now, before you. we go, tell us one more time, how can we reach you? You can give us a call, Zip Appliance Repair and Service, 661-387-2282. Perfect. And that code that they want to text? You can text that number, ZIP50, Z-I-P-5-0, no spaces altogether. Perfect. Thanks again, and we look forward to hopefully having you back in the future. Look forward awesome. to it. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, Lori. Adelaide. You bet. Thanks, gentlemen. Uh, so a heartfelt thanks to each of you for tuning in today and for tuning in each and every week. Today, we've connected you with ZIP Appliance Repair and Service. I know appliances going on the fritz is something that every homeowner dreads, but hopefully today's episode will make you feel a bit more prepared when one of those appliances starts acting up. I sure have learned a lot, and I know Adelaide has too. Um, I know we also both look forward to visiting with you again next Saturday at 11 a.m. Remember, if there are details of today's topic that you'd like to revisit or you know someone who would enjoy this information and couldn't tune in this hour, you can catch our Encore presentation each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR, just before Sean Hannity. Or, if that doesn't work, you can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Kern County Real Estate Review and listen to your heart's content. Last but not least, you can also hear replays on our website at themccartygroup.com. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. You're listening to 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week. Hi, Lori McCarty reminding you to mark your calendars for the first Saturday of each month for our open house, open mic edition of the Kern County Real Estate Review. Tune in at 11 a.m. sharp to get your exclusive backstage pass to our newest open houses hitting the market for the first time that weekend. We'll provide behind-the-scenes tips and chat with my team on location as they bring you Kern County's newest homes. We'll also take your calls and answer your questions, all while sharing the latest in real estate news with local industry experts. So don't forget, be sure to tune in the first Saturday of every month for our open house open mic edition here on KNZR.
I'm gonna make this place your 